Hi, this is Lisa, and you are listening to I Love That Movie. This podcast is for movie lovers. It's not an unbiased opinion. It's not a straightforward review. It's just a couple people talking about a movie that they love. The format is each week I have a guest, and that guest and I discuss a movie that they love, something they're obsessed with, something they connect with. We'll talk about the plot, the director, and the actors, but we'll also talk about the personal connection my guest has with that movie. So if that sounds like something you want to listen to, keep listening. Hey guys, this is Lisa, and uh, today we are going to do something a little bit different. Uh, This is our anniversary episode of the I Love That Movie podcast. It's officially one this month. So uh, to celebrate, uh, in this episode, we're going to count down the top five most downloaded episodes for the year, and I've invited each guest from those episodes to come back and just kind of review those episodes, talk about episodes that they love, talk about things that they forgot to leave in that episode, and then talk about what they want to do in the future. Um, I, I had a lot of suggestions for how to handle this anniversary episode, but ultimately I decided, you know, the guests are what make this podcast. Um, their stories, their connections to the films, and so I can't think of a better way to celebrate them than to have them come back on here and just thank them personally for their contribution and just for everything that they do. Um, so without further ado, I will start the countdown now. And next up, I have... Thomas joining me. Uh, he was number five on our list of top most downloaded episodes for Inception. Say hi. Hey, thanks for having me back, Lisa. Yeah, I'm so excited to talk about this. Um, I guess my um, Thomas, you have your own podcast too. What's what's that podcast called again? It's called Superhero Movie Cast. Right, and we connected uh, over Twitter and. Uh, an email and you came on the show and we talked about mm-hmm. inception and it ended up being in a pretty short amount of time one of our most downloaded episodes ever um have you gone back and listened to that episode since then yeah i did um i sometimes like on my own show i when it takes me a few minutes to get used to hearing myself once like once a, you kind of get used to it but <laughs> i love going back and listening to it because sometimes i feel like as we're having these conversations about movies like and i find this on my own show that I miss some of the things the guests say sometimes or like the other people I'm talking with in the moment. And so like I go back and be like, oh, yeah, that's that's really cool. I didn't even catch that as we were discussing it. Maybe I'm not a good listener or something. I don't know. But (laughs) No, I think that's um, normal because we talked a lot. There was so much to cover, especially with a movie like that. So that's totally understandable. mm -hmm. When I went back and I looked at the time, how it was like I think we talked for like an hour and 45 minutes, which I think it was one of your longest episodes. So we Mm -hmm. covered a lot. So it was fun to go back and hear it all. Yeah, they really vary. Like, I have some that are as short as 30 minutes, and then some that are, like, I think two hours or longer. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I knew going in, I was like, this episode is going to be long because there's just so much to cover. And I think it's one that it's exciting to discuss and talk about. So, yeah, it was definitely one of my longer ones, and I I really enjoyed it. Um, I went back and listened to it, too. Uh, uh, What do you think about this episode in particular, like, resonated with with the audience like why do you think it's downloaded so much um i mean it's inception it's, it's just a fantastic <laughs> movie I, uh, but uh um 
but no, I think I think one thing about it that is just I don't really know a lot of people that don't that do don't not like it. So um, I don't think I've ever met someone that said they didn't enjoy that. Well, that's not true. There was one of the girls that I went on a date with that didn't like it. So <laughs> she was but not besides, the one. <laughs> yeah, she was not the one. So besides that, though, I think it's just it it's it, a lot of people like this movie, and I think it's a, it's a more modern film. So you know maybe some of the other episodes or films that you discuss might be older or they might not mm-hmm. be known so sometimes like people might not oh i've never seen that so i might not check this episode out maybe that's mm-hmm. part of it but i think too like for example i so i'm born in the late 80s and i never saw the original blade Run- blade runner until mm-hmm. just recently until the, i watched it before the new one came out um and it was mostly just because it was something that I wasn't like, I didn't grow up with people that loved it. Mm-hmm. And it was more as I became an adult that I heard a lot of praise. And so, but I think Inception is one that it's only, what, eight years old, mm-hmm. almost eight years old, that it's still pretty fresh on people's minds. So maybe that was part of what made it so popular. No, I think there's a lot of truth to that. Uh, Blade Runner is one of those movies that, you know, if you're really into film, then you like it, or you had to have grown up with it. Personally, I didn't watch it either until I was an adult. Um, I just, it didn't stand out to me. It's not like, you know, uh, Back to the Future or Jurassic Park or movies that are really big that everyone's seen. It's kind of like a cult classic. Uh, Whereas I think Inception, uh, it may have that status in the future, like as people get older and move further away from it. But I think for right now, like you said, it's fresh on people's minds. And I think it's like one of those movies that that also has those elements of if you really love movies, I mean, this is just a fun one to talk about, you know? Yeah, for sure. A lot of our listeners, obviously, because it's called I Love That Movie, they probably love movies. So they're going (laughs) to want to download and listen to most often the episodes that delve into some of their favorites. And like you said, I just haven't met that many people that didn't resonate with that film for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Was there anything after we wrapped up that you wished you could go back and add? Um, I, so I was, I was thinking about this question cause we covered, a, I felt like we covered a lot. We were able we to did. do a lot yeah. of the movie. Um, but I felt maybe we could have dove into some of the more supporting characters. Maybe talked a little bit about some of those. Um, mm-hmm. cause we just kind of had time to breeze over some of them. That's true. And then, um, that, and then, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of maybe themes that we, we probably just didn't get time to cover, but we, we did touch on a lot of them, mm-hmm. but I think maybe that would have been fun to go back and talk a little bit more about some of the themes of the film and uh you know and off the top of my head right now there's not necessarily one that i'm thinking of but when i watch the film there's always stuff that pops up that i'm like oh i want to it'd be fun to talk about this with someone you know oh for sure yeah and i asked everybody that question but you know some of our episodes like this one were so long that i think we did have time to cover it like you're saying Mm -hmm. uh but there's probably always going to be more it's just a a curious question i have because sometimes when i've been on other podcasts um we'll hang up and I'm like, dang it. I can't believe I didn't say this or that, you know? Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> well, I know like when, yeah. when you and I talked to show you were on my podcast, we talked about Batman 89. I kind of, there was stuff too. I was like, Oh, I forgot to bring this up, but you know, it, it happens and you kind of just have to yeah. move on. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, and that movie has such high expectations because it's, yeah. <laughs> it's such a like fan favorite that you're like afraid to criticize or, or point anything anything out. It's kind of daunting a little bit to discuss it. Like, you know, there's just a lot of expectation with that movie, I think, for fans. Well, that's kind of how I felt but with Inception when you asked me like a movie that I loved. And I was like, I love this movie. But there's like so much, just even for me, my own expectations. If I was listening to a podcast and someone talking about it, I'd be like, okay, like you got to do this one good because this is a great movie. So mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Well, the fact that it's downloaded so much, I mean, I think that speaks to, like, people really appreciated it. There was, like, a lot of engagement um, online about it afterwards, so I think mm-hmm. people really liked it. Yeah. Yeah, so good job. Um, you did Thanks. You did Christopher Nolan proud. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Um, what? So if you could pick any movie for your next movie, which film would you want to discuss next if you came back? Oh, man. Uh, so many. I, I, I would do any Christopher Nolan movie. So, mm-hmm. like... Specifically, I think I would really enjoy Dunkirk or Interstellar. Okay. Um, any of the Dark Knight films, of course. And then I noticed that you did Back to the Future because I'm a big Back to the Future fan, but I would love to do Back to the Future too. That's another. That's awesome. You know, yeah. I actually, so I had someone on for, it was Ian. He was on there for Back to the Future and I thought he would push to do the second one right away. In his next episode, he wanted to do Scott Pilgrim. So I think mm. there's like kind of a disconnect where some people, I mean, I think he loves all of them. I mean, he loves all yeah. of those movies, but um, the second one is a little bit, I don't know. It's kind of 50, 50. Some fans it's... really love it and some don't. Um, I love it. I'm, especially as a mm-hmm. kid, I really, really liked the second installment. Yeah. I mean, too. Um, so yeah i would love to talk about that i think that or interstellar i think i gave dunkirk away but interstellar definitely or um or back to the future too both those would be yeah mm-hmm. and back to the future is such a weird it's a weird movie like it if you just really look weird. at it what it is but it's so good too mm-hmm. i love it but yeah 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 on also paper, it's probably like hard to to pitch and it was <laughs> hard to pitch but it's like yeah. just a classic yeah yeah so i know i gave you a lot of options but i also I love the movie Arrival, um, mm-hmm. the Amy Adams movie, awesome, and and, yeah. um, and I don't know if you, I don't think you've done Star Wars: The Last Jedi, but that's a huge movie that's completely mixed the fan base. It's mm-hmm. so polarizing. Mm-hmm. I did a lot of coverage on that on my podcast, and I absolutely love it. So I'd love to come on and talk about it if if you ever were wanting to talk about that too. So that there's there's I would there's tons of stuff I do, but those are just some like that I would I think I'd be really passionate about. No, I love that. I like the Star Wars The Last Jedi idea because I walked out of that movie just loving it and just mm-hmm. being just like energized and so happy with it. And then I got online and I saw the reaction and I was genuinely shocked by it. I mean, I guess I saw that there was some controversial decisions that happened in the movie, yeah. but I, I did not anticipate the the backlash. <laughs> yeah, same. I, I was I walked out like I was like like it was kind of like what did i just see like that was not what i was expecting it was really different but i knew i loved it like i just i just enjoyed myself the whole time during it and i was like i it was and i had it was like one of those movies where i was like i need to just watch the next showing as soon as i can like that's how i mm-hmm. felt and then i was not expecting though cuz i went on i went on rotten tomatoes cuz i had ignored this the score going into it before and i saw that like the at that point the user raising the Critic score was 90. The user rating was like 70%. And I know there's like controversy over that too, but mm-hmm. it was just like, wow, I was really shocked by that. So, yeah, it seems like there's a, and we can delve into it if we, if we cover that, which I would yeah. really like to, um, just seems like there's a big division between, I think generally, gen, oh my gosh, <laughs> like the different generations, you know, yeah, for uh, sure. it, it seems like people that are. I would say like 10 to 15 years older than me had the hardest time with it. But then Mm -hmm. people like me that didn't, that kind of grew up with star Wars, but because I guess like the sequels came out when I was pretty young. um, It's like my mind is open to the idea of things being a little different. maybe. And so that's why it was like, even though it was so different, I was kind of like, well, okay. But for some people, like it's like they have nailed in their mind what Luke Skywalker does and doesn't do. And that's, 
the end of that <laughs> right. discussion. So, gosh, yeah, that would be a really interesting episode to do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think that would get a lot of a lot of play too. That might put you on next year. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Because, because it's yeah. just so, you know, listen to. Um well, uh I I just wanted to say again, I really appreciated you coming on. Thank you so much for reaching out to me um and asking to be on the show and uh, I really enjoy your podcast as well. Um I was really, you know, I really enjoyed your your yearly look back. That's the one that I listened to. Um, right before I had you on, I was like, yes, I know he's going to be a good guest from listening to this. Um, and so I really do appreciate that. Thanks. I, I, well, I appreciate you kind of taking a chance too on me cause I just reached out to you out of the blue. So, oh yeah, no problem. Um, I love it, it was, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And I think, um, you know, like doing, I'm pretty new to podcasting and I've, I've already noticed you, you have certain guests that you can, you know, I feel like you kind of click with more or different people as you talk to mm-hmm. and, I know like I you kind of as a host you take that chance sometimes of bringing someone on that you might not necessarily click with not not necessarily because they're like bad or anything it's just personalities or whatever yeah, but it's, it's nerve-wracking when you've never heard their voice before like all uh-huh. it's easiest when uh when the other person has a podcast because then I can like go listen to them and I can be like oh okay I know how this person you know yeah. operates yeah so that definitely so, helps yeah but uh yeah so I, I I appreciate you just like letting me come on take that risk because it was it was a lot of fun i had i had a really good time chatting so yeah that was awesome um where can people find you like where can they hear your podcast and and where can they reach out to you on social media um yeah you can find my podcast it's pretty much most places where you listen podcasts so itunes uh stitcher radio um podbean is where i do my hosting through so but it's called superhero movie cast you can find it yeah, search it on any of those platforms. Um, I'm also on Facebook. I have a Facebook page and Instagram page as well. It's a superhero movie cast and then website supermoviecast.com. Or you can email me at superhero moviecast at gmail.com as well. Awesome. And if yeah, if any if anyone's ever wants to talk superheroes, interested in guesting, I'm always open to to new people as well. Oh, for sure. We do we do some superhero movies on here, but we do all kinds. And if you guys are looking for a podcast that focuses on hero movies, uh, Thomas has a great one. So go be sure to check that out. And like you said, reach out to him if you want to be a guest on that one, too. Thanks. Yeah. Also, I wanted to say on your show, I really enjoyed the uh, Empire Strikes Back episode. And oh, then um, I liked your Batman vs. Superman one as well, too, because that um, and I just I liked hearing you guys thoughts. That's I you hear a lot of like bashing of that movie around oh, for sure. so <laughs> yeah and and you know it's funny like the other day scott wanted to do the singing detective something i had never heard of and most people hadn't and he kind of got the chance to get on there and just defend it and you know i encourage everybody we do a lot of really popular movies on there because you know those are things that people love you know a lot of people <laughs> love these really popular films but then there's some like bvs that are a little bit more you know divisive and you know people have really strong opinions for against like don't be afraid to pick those movies because there's literally no judgment you can pick any movie you want and fortunately for me bbs is one of those i wanted to defend too so i really you know was happy to do that episode with michael so i really appreciate that feedback for sure yeah there's there's more than you know one of us (laughs) out there that really like that movie (laughs) right so so it's really good Okay, well, thank you so much again for taking time out of your day to do this. And, you know, I'm going to connect with you. You have a few options on there, so I'm going to pick mm-hmm. one of them and cool. definitely have you back soon. Awesome. I look forward to it. All right. Thanks. All right. Thank you. Have a good one. You too. Bye. Bye. 
And next we have our fourth episode on the countdown of five most listened to episodes. I've got Zachy on today. Say hi, Zachy. Hi, Zachy. <laughs> uh, and you did our Planet of the Apes episode. And like I said, it's the fourth most downloaded episode we have. That's pretty crazy. Wow. That's that. I, I'll assume that has more to do with the movie than with me, but I think, uh, I'm. I think it's both. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to stay, uh, claim a little piece of that. You know, little, a little bit of skin in the game. There you go. Well, um, for those of our listeners that haven't heard that episode yet, um, wanted to know if you wanted to kind of introduce yourself real quick. Uh, well, my name is Zaki Hassan, and I am a professor of uh, communication and media studies at San Jose State various other schools. I'm also a uh, film critic by profession, and I am a member of the San Francisco Film Critics Circle. And, and I am also host of the movie film podcast with my partner, Brian Hall, and the Nostalgia Theater podcast. That's awesome. And I just heard uh, the, your most recent episode of the Nostalgia Theater podcast with uh, with uh, Honeycut on there from MASH, and that was such a good episode. I really, really did enjoy that. Thank you so much for checking that out. That was a bucket list kind of thing for me. I I reached out to his rep, and uh, it was amazing how quickly I scheduled it. It's actually the fastest guest booking I've ever had for that podcast. So, uh, and it ended up being one of my best episodes, in my opinion. Yeah, I completely agree. I, um, you know, growing up, I was a really big fan of Mash. I used to watch it all the time. Um, obviously I saw it only in reruns, but I really enjoyed it. So that was really exciting and getting to hear all that behind the scenes stuff was really great too. Um, so Zachy, since, uh, the, I posted the Planet of the Apes episode, have you ever gone back and listened to it? I have not listened to, uh, my episode. I, <laughs> as a general rule, I don't, I don't listen to my own podcasts or very, very rarely. That's interesting. You know, you're the first guest that I've had on here that said that. <laughs> oh, how funny. like, I had to. <laughs> so it's like, it's funny how people are, are, are different. I I sometimes do, but I, I don't always either. So I completely relate to on that. It's kind of like I put it out there in the universe. I don't always want to go back and revisit it necessarily because <laughs> I think yeah, I'll just it's, be too hard on myself personally. Uh, that's how I am. I You know, what, what I tend to do is um, I'll every once in a while, like, a year down the line, I'll dig up an old episode, either of my show or something that I've guested on and just be, you know, and because it ends up being something completely fresh um, where I don't even remember what I said and I'll be like, Oh, that was a thing I said. That was kind of intelligent, you know? Uh, but, but very rarely. Yeah. Why do you think this particular episode uh, resonated so much with uh, the audience that listens to this podcast? Well, I, I, I'd like to think it says something about sort of the evergreen appeal of the film, of, of Planet of the Apes. I mean, it, it is a, a movie that, you know, it's it just celebrated its 50th anniversary. Mm -hmm. And, you know, five decades later, we still talk about it. We still reference it. It's still relevant and important. And you can't say that about a lot of 50-year-old movies. I mean, you know, uh, the, name name 10 other movies from 1968 that have had the same... Uh, same cultural longevity. I mean, I would argue even even something like 2001, A Space Odyssey, which came out the same year, it, it's still important uh, and it's still worth discussing, but I, I would argue, and this is just me, that it hasn't had quite the same reach in the same way that the original Planet of the Apes did. I, I, think, you're, I think you're completely right. I 
Um, I I know I personally got really excited when you picked that um, that movie, and I I didn't realize you were such a huge fan until uh, I heard you discuss it on the podcast with me, and then also on your own podcast, and oh. how you just you you know you preach the the virtues of this movie and I, I'm with you there. I think that it has had a huge cultural impact. I know we talked about, you know, before Star Wars, there was Planet of the Apes. I mean, it, it was yeah. a huge cultural phenomenon and it's kind of back in the limelight with, you know, the Matt Reeves movies too. Um, yeah. You know, that that's kind of put it, I think, back on people's radar and, and yeah, I think people just enjoy discussing it and uh i know i personally i actually have gone back and listened to this particular episode i really enjoyed it so i could see why it's it's up there that's great yeah um was there you know this is a tough question i think for everybody (laughs) that that anytime you discuss a movie there might be something you left out but was there anything in particular that you wish you had added like after we wrapped up recording I, to be honest, I don't. I don't remember what I what I didn't say. I mean, I do remember having had a great time chatting. So I'm going to assume that everything uh, that was included was was worth it. And if if it wasn't mentioned, it probably wasn't that important. No worries. I I think it was pretty solid. So I think <laughs> we covered everything. Um, do you have a favorite episode that you are not in? Well, you know. And I mentioned this on my podcast, the episode you did with Tim, uh, Tim Rooney about prisoners was, uh, yeah, that, that was great because, because for, for a lot of the ones I'm still working my way through most of your catalog, but the ones I tend to listen to are, you know, longtime favorites. So like your Indiana Jones and the last crusade episode, I'm listening to your, the, the rock episode right now, actually, um, (laughs) in, in my car. And that's, I'm having a lot of fun with that, but these are all movies that I really, I know really well. And, and, you know, it, it, they're just sort of part of my DNA. It's the Superman two one. That was another good one. Um, but the prisoners, I saw it one time in, in 2013. And I mean, and it, it left a mark, but it wasn't something that I, I, not, I, not that I wasn't compelled to revisit it, but I just, you know, it wasn't at the forefront of, of, you know, my list of things to watch. And then I listened to you guys talk about it. And you spoke so eloquently, both of you, and and so passionately about what uh, Denis Villeneuve did that I purchased it on on oh, Vudu. Oh wow! Gosh, that's yeah. such a huge compliment. I'm glad yeah, I have yeah. to tell Tim that too. Yeah, I mean, and and Tim is great. His his yeah. his podcast also. I'm I'm you know I I I I said this to to Tim on Twitter. I said the the podcasting community is just this amazing thing, and I and I'm so grateful for it Me because. Too. You know, really, it's it's, uh, and you you've you've encountered this, and you've mentioned this, you know, on your own on Facebook, just how, uh, you know, you just started doing it. It was just a thing, and it was it was a passion you had, and you're like, I'm going to put this out there. Uh, you know, it's like it's like a message in a bottle. You just sort of throw it out there, and then you've all these people respond, and you you create this amazing community, uh, and and that's so unique and special, and indicative of of what this. Uh, uh, medium allows for it and that that's so unique unto itself I completely agree and you know I, I've said in in previous episodes but I just can't say it enough um, when you are a big film lover and you don't have necessarily in your friendship circle all the time people that want to talk for two hours about prisoners <laughs> or however right. long we talked it's so nice because the the podcasting community and Twitter I think in particular 
you know, you just automatically connect with people and just any time of day, there's, there's a group of people out there that want to discuss things. And so that's, that's just a great outlet. It's, um, it's like <laughs> we've joked before. It's kind of like therapy. You get to like, just say everything that you've been, uh, keeping in your mind and bounce ideas off each other. And it's just exciting. And, um, it's definitely, yeah, I, I thought going into the podcasting community that, you know, I felt pretty intimidated. I thought, well, I don't really, I haven't done this before and, um, I'm not an expert. Um, but I was just so impressed with the way film lovers, um, embrace each other and lift each other up. And that has just been such a wonderful experience. So, yeah, that's awesome. Um, do you have a, a next dream episode? Like if you came back, is there a particular movie that you've always kind of wanted to discuss that you just haven't found the time to? Well, this is, I think, uh, when I, when we first connected, uh, it was between Planet of the Apes and The Godfather. That's right. Yeah. And, and, and that's very much my jam, but I mean, I'm honestly, I'm, I'm happy to talk about whatever, you know, that, <laughs> yeah. that I, and, and by the way, let me, let me just say, I saw. I said this on my own podcast, but uh, let me reiterate it here. I, the, the whole premise of your show is something uh, so terrific, and it is—it's about celebrating film and not shitting on film. Yeah. Um, th- there's a whole subgenre of podcasts. Some of them do it well. Some of them are just trying to imitate the other ones, and so they're doing it less well. But it's all about hey, let's let's pick a bad movie and and just you know. Uh, take uh, you know, take a mallet to it for for ninety right. minutes every week, and and you know that has its place. Again, you know, there, there's uh, how did this get made? Which is a terrific podcast. Oh yeah, in love that, that. Vein. <laughs> Fuck it. But but there's so much of that on the internet. It's like how about why why don't we uh, uh, celebrate the stuff we love? Why don't we say hey, here's a movie that I am super passionate about, and I want to spend uh, ninety minutes just telling you how much I dig it. I mean. Wouldn't wouldn't it be great if if we did more of that and and we broadened people's horizons and said, hey, this is something maybe you didn't think about it this way, but here's here's a new angle. Maybe maybe you won't agree with me, uh, but you got to appreciate uh, uh, the passion, you know. And th- and that's we need more of that, you know. So I, I love the fact that you're you're on front street with that. The the premise of your show is I love that movie. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, I really appreciate that. Yeah, and you know. I also, I've had my mind changed several times. I think that was another reason why I wanted to make the podcast. Like, I think that the biggest example I always use is with my husband. He he really likes, like, post-apocalyptic movies. He loves things like, you know, Mad Max sure. and things in that genre. And that's something that I never cared for at all. I never really? had any interest in. Because I think when, when I was younger there was sort of an influx of that. It seemed like there were too many movies like that. And um, I kind of talked about that in our episode we did on uh, Escape from New York, but the uh, post-apocalyptic future is not always kind to to women. Like (laughs) like my role in it would be me screaming and being attacked and somebody defending me. So it was always like, oh, that's terrifying. Like, I I don't want that kind of future. If you're the guy character, they they, they get to run around with a gun and a motorcycle. It just seems like it's... They get to be the badass. Yeah, they get a better deal. So I I kind of dismiss the entire genre. But, you know, obviously I, I love my husband and he has great taste and he's he was so passionate about it that eventually I gave it a chance and it just totally changed my mind and it opened up my world to all these other movies that I had never even thought about seeing. 
like that movie or like the warriors and, you know, things like that, that I now love. And, yeah. you know, that's the power of somebody being a big fan, you know, is totally. That, and, and, and then on my side, I need to be open-minded to it. I mean, I'm not going to name any specific movies cause you know, I don't want people <laughs> to read into this, but, um, there have been a couple episodes where someone said, here's the movie I picked. And I went, oh, okay. And I thought, like, <laughs> I, that's not the kind of movie I like, you know? And I thought, oh, I'm nervous. And then I even watched the movie. And afterwards, I was like, I don't know how I feel about that. But then the guests would come on and explain to me, like, the history of the movie, why they love it so much, and just everything about it. And it would completely change how I viewed that film. I mean, it really does. It, it does what I think, like, what happens when you go to a film class and, you know, you watch all these movies and, and, and someone explains to you why it's so important, you know, it changes your mind. And so I, I love that, I guess, like kind of transformative experience. Like I, I want to feel that more. So I get excited sometimes when people pick movies that I don't know anything about and, you know, didn't previously have interest in seeing because there's always a chance that your world could get opened up, you know? Yeah. And I think that, what you're talking about um, out there right now, there's so many podcasts and blogs that are the, just, they, like you said, they shit on movies. And what does that do? I mean, that eliminates people that might have given that movie a chance. Now they never will. And exactly. I hate yeah. that. You know, there, there used to be a time when we just go to the theater and just take a chance. And I miss that. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I've done that before. I've, I've gone up to a theater and just bought a ticket and walked in. I can't even imagine doing that in 2018 now, unfortunately. So, so yeah, I want to get back to that. And I'm, I'm hoping that there'll be like a wave of positivity, you know, <laughs> and <that> more <laughs> people will kind of jump on board with it. Um, but I really do appreciate that feedback. Well, Zachy, I, I want to thank you again for coming back, especially since, you know, you had told me you're feeling a little under the weather. So I, man, I really appreciate it. <laughs> Well, I, I, I've been I've been pounding down herbal tea and chamomile and whatever else and Man, you're this a trooper. <laughs> dedication or hashtag yeah, podcast dedication. dedication. <laughs> exactly. Well, where uh, where can people find you? Well, I, I am on Twitter at Zachy's Corner. That's Z A K I S Corner, and my that is my website, just added dot com. Uh, you can also uh, go to iTunes and search for the movie film podcast one word and you will get both the regular movie film show with my partner brian hall who i have to uh give all the credit in the world for he is uh the the vast majority of the reason that show works uh, for whatever what to whatever degree it works it's because of him uh and then uh, the nostalgia theater show will both come up if you search for movie film podcast on itunes yeah, I really enjoy both your podcasts and the one that you do with Brian. You guys have such great chemistry. I mean, you know each other off that podcast too, right? Yeah, we yeah, yeah you we can tell. You guys have that <laughs> like you sound like best friends, you know what I mean, where you kind of sound like a little bit similar. Like right. you can tell that there's a lot of podcast chemistry there. Well, I you know, I appreciate that the the, the whole reason uh we started doing that podcast is because uh uh, ultimately, you know, with my life getting busy, you know, in the past uh, six, seven years, I've had uh, several children. I have five kids. So, and and Brian lives wow. in LA. So, yeah, it's it's a challenge. So, flying down to LA and just hanging out is is less and less of an option. And so, I said, hey, why don't we start a podcast? And then we have a biweekly appointment to just catch up with each other. So, the funny thing is, the stuff we talk about on Mike, that's what we would do 
whether we have a mic in front of us or not. So uh, I'm glad that that, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm glad to hear that it does come across because, I mean, we do genuinely enjoy talking to each other, you know? Yeah, it, it really does. And I think those are those are usually like my favorite podcasts too. the ones where I feel like um, the the co the co hosts I don't know why I'm having trouble saying that uh, the hosts uh, <laughs> get along really well or, you know, it feels like I'm hanging out with them kind of and then you end up in the car listening and you're kind of chiming in like you're there. And I, <laughs> I think that that's, you know, that you can't fake that, you know, if, if it, it's either there or it isn't. And I think the best podcasts have that kind of connection so yeah yeah well thank you so much again for taking time out of your day to do this again trooper i can't say it enough (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i appreciated having you so much on here that even if you were sick for a week i would have definitely waited i loved the episode that we did and i wanted to make sure it was in my yearly um episode so again thank you so much thanks again for having me and i i look forward to joining you once more all right well have a good one (laughs) bye you too bye Okay, and next up, I have Michael Cross back joining us. Um, say hi, Michael. Hello there. Hey, um, so your episode, you and Daniel's episode, Superman 2, you guys are, let's see, you are third on the countdown. The third wow. most downloaded episode. So that's, that's pretty impressive. cool. Yeah. Um, have you gone back since then and listened to that episode? Actually, I've listened to it a couple times. I really enjoy it. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people really responded to it uh, very well. W- why do you think people like that episode so much? Well, I think it's the whole reason people like your podcast. Um, it, it's positive. Um, this is I love that movie. This isn't I want to tear that movie to pieces. Right. Now, even though we had differing opinions as to which version we liked better. We still both like both versions, and it was a very positive and upbeat discussion, not hitting each other over the head about what we didn't like. Yeah, yeah. It's like you kind of both raised your your thoughts and opinions, but it was never like, it never got tense in the room. <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah, and I appreciated it. Like, I, I could let you guys just go ahead and just give all your points, and it was just, it was really, I think it was like a really good discussion. And we both we both like both versions. Just mm-hmm. we prefer one over the other. So it isn't a you know real confrontation there. Yeah, and Michael, I kind of skipped over this a little bit, but um, you and I met. Uh, we mentioned the other episodes at AllCon a few years ago, and uh, you know I wanted to have you on the show. And actually, you asked me to be on the show specifically to talk about BBS. Was the first episode we did. Um, but do you want to tell people a little bit of just about your background in like film? Because I personally feel like you were like a walking encyclopedia when it comes to like film knowledge and you're just a great guest. You have so much to say. And I just wondered about your background on that. Um, well, I, I've always loved movies. I mean, from a child, uh, my mother would tell a story that when I was like three, they took me to the movies and they had no problem. I would sit completely quiet and just watch the screen. That's impressive. Yeah. And somebody moved their head in front of my view. And I reached out and moved them, pushed <laughs> their head out of the way. That is so embarrassed awesome. embarrassed her horribly. But no, they were in the way of me watching a movie. So. <laughs> you did what we all want to do in that situation. <laughs> exactly. And three, I didn't have too many problems doing that. Um, 
but then you know later on i managed video stores for a lot of years oh really that's really yeah cool. just you know, movies were free yeah <laughs> so i watched everything i could put my hands on oh my gosh that's so cool what can you mention some of the stores you worked for um there was video depot which was out of california uh-huh. i worked for music plus out of california i worked for a couple mom and pop stores out there also cool that is really awesome well Going back to this episode, was there anything after we were done rapping that you were like, oh, man, I wish I would have added that? Uh, no, you know, we spent almost <laughs> two hours talking. I think we said everything we wanted to say. I agree. Uh, yeah. Both the episodes I've done have been extremely long because I just get excited and want to talk about it. I feel like both episodes, there's just so much to say. I mean, they're not, we picked movies, especially BVS is not straightforward as some people have complained. And we kind of made the case for why that's a good thing. And then Superman 2, I mean, when you have, I think there were four of us on that episode, uh, you know, that's just going to happen. We have so much to talk about and it takes a while to, you know, give both sides to the argument. So, or discussion. Uh, so, so, I mean, I think that's, I think that's true. Yeah. I couldn't think of anything. It was one of those episodes where, you know, I enjoyed the movie, but even after researching it, I felt like no matter what I come up with, you guys are going to have so much more than me to say on it. So I'm like quieter, I think in that episode than others, because I'm just sort of in awe of both of you, uh, and all the knowledge you had to drop. So yeah. <laughs> well, it, there were four of us, and we were discussing two movies. Mm-hmm. So it was going to take some time and all the history and background of what happened and why there are two versions of this movie. Yeah. And what I really like about exploring that, it, it ended up echoing what kind of happened with Justice League, which has been an extremely divisive movie. I think, I don't think I realized it was going to be quite that divisive uh, when it came out. But um, seeing. Hearing the background on this movie, you know, we kind of forget as it goes into the rearview mirror, you know, there's probably people my age and younger that will see that movie and have no idea that there was any issues behind the scenes. And I think we act like now that all that's brand new, but movies have always had, you know, stuff going on behind the scenes that may be a little more tumultuous. It just wasn't as reported on as it is now. Now everything is tweeted about the second it happens, you know. Well, it's true. There isn't the access immediately to knowledge everywhere that there was. And it was stuff that you had to seek out. Yeah. You had to you know, want to read an Entertainment Weekly or a variety to find out what was going on with these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, like, you know, you going in, you, you knew because you knew the background. But then some other casual viewers might go see that movie and just have no idea. <laughs> now, I've got to say, I did not know the background oh, when you I didn't? originally saw it. Oh, good. Okay. Okay. Uh, back in 79 or whatever it was. Uh-huh. Uh, it was just, no, this is Superman 2 and let's watch this. Are you glad um, that you didn't know? <laughs> probably yeah makes it easier to enjoy i know i felt like going in like when i watched justice league i do think that greatly impacted how i saw it and i can't undo it like i just it did it just did so yeah part of me wishes i had no idea (laughs) uh yeah i I will agree i I wish i didn't know about superman's mustache Um, (laughs) yeah i I probably wouldn't have you know now it's just like you can't not see it Mm -hmm. but i still enjoy justice league though yeah I like it. I'm coming around. Well, um, <laughs> on that note, do you have like a dream? Uh, oh, wait. Actually, I forgot this one question. Before I go on, what is your favorite episode that you were not in? Well, you know, you sent me uh, questions beforehand, and <laughs> I really had to think about this one. 
and I've got a lot of favorite episodes. Uh, Dan's original Superman is is definitely one of them. Oh yeah, um, I love that episode. It's so yeah, good. and the, the Indiana Jones episode is fantastic. Mm-hmm. But actually, my favorite is one of your very very early ones, and it'd be Marathon Man. Oh, awesome! Yeah, you know, I was really excited to talk about that one with my dad. That's a movie that he's kind of told me about off and on all his life, and I never really sat down and watched it. And so I did for that episode, and it was really cool to kind of dive into it. Well, I saw that film first in high school, Mm. and it's always been one of my favorites. And I already had a copy of it sitting on my shelf because it is one of my favorites. Dustin Hoffman, Olivier, Roy Steiner. It's just, you know, it's a great movie. And I always like listening to your dad talk because I think he's a very elegant and interesting man. <laughs> I'm not going to tell him that. His head will grow bigger than it already is. <laughs> uh, he might listen to this. You never know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He will. He will. But um, yeah, no, I enjoy all the episodes that I do with my dad. I mean, I have to credit him for a lot of the films that I really love, including my favorite one, The Shining. So, you know, um, I'm always interested to go back and, and, and hear that, especially because he and I are so different. Like, he's so much... He's more conservative than I am. And so it's really interesting to me when he likes movies like Midnight Cowboy or it's like I'm getting to see like another side of him almost, you know. So it's mm-hmm. kind of cool to go back and like explore that. That's a, that's another movie I want to do with him. Um, oh, that yeah. would be great. I, I just rewatched that a little bit ago. It's, I, I love that film. That was it a movie was... he really pushed me towards. And then I saw it and I was like, oh, my gosh, it's just so good, you know. So I'd love Such an movie. odd perversion of the buddy movie. <laughs> yeah, because real. it really is a buddy movie. Uh-huh. It's you know Ratso and and Joe, uh, but <laughs> very twisted buddy movie. Very yeah. Well, um, so you know, I just let's see. Okay, next thing that I need to ask you is, uh, what would be a dream episode for you? I know you've got a few on your list, but if you had to pick just one, what's the next thing that you want to talk about? Uh, I think it's two thousand one. I can't Odyssey, wait to Kubrick. do that. <laughs> uh, it's, it's yours. A film... <laughs> I've watched it at least a hundred times. I'm going to write uh, it no down. No exaggeration. <laughs> um, it's like Star Wars set the bar for special effects in 1977. Mm-hmm. And everything would be compared to that from that point on. 2001 did the exact same thing. I agree. Yeah. That I used to... set the bar. And, just, and it was so uh, cerebral and intellectual. And I saw it when it came out in the theater and I was very young. And I'll say, no, I didn't understand it. Absolutely loved every minute of it just because of the visuals. Then later on, reading the book and stuff and understanding what's going on in this film was like a whole nother layer to open up for me. I think it's amazing to go back and watch it. And like you mentioned, the visuals, it's incredible how like how good it still looks, you know, and how you can see the influence that it had, like you're saying, on the way movies looked going forward when it came to like, I guess, more serious sci-fi. Absolutely, because, you know, everything before that was kind of your Buck Rogers, uh, well, this is made out of cardboard and we don't care, we're just watching for the story. Right. And this is the one that stepped it up and said, no, the visuals can be just as good as the story. Yeah, I remember thinking about it a lot because I saw that movie and then I saw, like, Alien uh, after that. Like, you know, I'd seen Alien before, but I think seeing it right after that, the way that some of the, the spaceship looks... I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. this is kind of echoing back to that. Like, it kind of was an aha moment for me, (laughs) you know. Um, Yeah, and I mean, looking back, at it it looks a little bit dated now, but, you know, you can tell their drawings, but it still looks, just because of the shot composition and the way it's put together and the use of music, it's brilliant. Well, I'm really excited to talk about that one with you, so we'll have to set that up soon. Um, 
But yeah, you know, Michael, uh, as I've said to some of my other guests, and you're no exception, um, you know, when I was thinking about how to do an anniversary episode, I, I thought about a lot of different things, bounced around a lot of different ideas. But ultimately, I thought it was a great opportunity to thank you and, you know, for coming on the podcast because I really feel that you guys make the show and that people come to hear your thoughts and um, you always have so much to say and so much input. So just wanted to thank you for that. Well, thank you so much because it's been a blast to do, a lot of fun. And just from the uh, Facebook page and stuff, I've been turned on to other podcasts. Awesome. Uh, that, you know, you've, and guests of yours that just really interesting guys. Yeah. Uh, I know. It's such a great community. Very, like, welcoming and positive and uh, just it's awesome. It's like you find this whole world of people that just want to talk endlessly about things that you love. And that has been just a really good thing. So I love it. Um, well, Michael, do you want people to seek you out on the interwebs or, or not? Like this is your opportunity to plug if you want, or if you don't, you don't have to. (laughs) I can be found on Facebook, Michael Cross. Um, people who are my friends can type in Alpern and get me. Right. Right. (laughs) And, and I'll be seeing you next week because uh, you will be at AllCon. Yes, um, and we'll have the Christopher R. Mim marathon going on, and Christopher will be there. So if you want to come out and meet a movie director, Yeah, I'm shot. so pumped for that. That's so exciting. Well, and I hear you're yeah. doing an episode with it. Yes, yes. So that's going to be after I release this episode during AllCon, I'm going to record an interview with him. And thank you so much again for connecting us. That is such a cool opportunity. I was, I've actually, in between editing and recording today, I've been watching uh, his movie so I can be up to speed. <laughs> so Are I'm you excited. having fun? Yeah. Um, the one that I just watched, uh, let me see. The name of it was, um, what was it called? It's Operation, no. Destination, Destination Outer, Space. Outer Space. Yeah, that's the first one that I'm watching, and I'm going to try to fit in as many as I can today. Um, you know, as you mentioned, Christopher R. Mim, for you guys out there, want to check out his movies. They're uh, on Amazon Prime, so they're free. Go go check them out if you have Prime. And uh, Christopher describes Destination Outer Space as if Ed Wood made Star Wars. <laughs> yes. Gosh, I, I can't wait to ask him about, like, the props, the music, like, everything. Like, I'm really excited about it. I, I will let you. I will let him do that because I can tell you all of it too. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure you can. That's awesome. But um, no, but yeah, for anyone going to Alcon, you know, you can. He'll be having a marathon, right? Are you helping him host the marathon, or how's that? Yeah, actually, I'll be the uh, projectionist. Oh, uh, awesome! <laughs> so I'll be setting up the films and going because he'll be at his table for most of the day. Yeah, isn't that uh, kind of crazy? We'll... Like how you're kind of like living the dream in a way. Like, do you think younger you would be really excited about? Like some of the opportunities you get like that. That's really cool. Uh, it really is. Uh, I bought one of Christopher's films at Texas Frightmare. He wasn't there. His son was sick. <clears throat> and he had someone else there. And I just bought one. Go, oh, this looks interesting. And just loved it. Found him on Facebook. And we've become real friends. So we talk all the time. And to me, it's like, wow, this guy makes movies for a living. He's my friend. That's really cool. Yeah. It's like he's living the dream. Like, I really do kind of feel like he's one of us, you know, oh, because he's such a big film lover. Yeah, he sees everything. And he is a I love that movie kind of guy. He doesn't want to tear things apart. He wants to talk about what he likes. Yeah, he seems like his movies are a real big celebration. Um, so I'm, I'm really pumped to, to talk about that with him. 
I, I won't give any details away because I'll <laughs> let, let you save it for your interview with him. Okay, but he's, he's a good. great interviewer. I've heard lots of podcasts he's been on, and I think you'll have a great time. Oh, great. Okay, Michael. Well, thank you so much, and I will see you soon. I Indeed, next week. Thank right. you very much, Lisa. Loved being on the show. Great. You'll be back soon. <laughs> Bye. All right. Bye. Okay, and up next, I have a returning guest, Daniel. Say hi, Daniel. Hey, Daniel. Hey, well, Daniel, you and Michael, your episode on Superman 2 is number three in our uh, top five most downloaded episodes. Wow, I think that's the first time in movie history that the word Superman and the number three has been an honor. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Um, Daniel, for those of us, or for some of our listeners who might not have heard that episode yet, do you want to introduce yourself a little bit? Um, sure. My name is Daniel Sanchez. I have known Lisa for uh, quite some time in the cosplay community. We both volunteer uh, for an organization called Heroic Inner Kids. So uh, she and I have visited children in, in various um, special needs times in their life. And uh, she's a, a wonderful person. So I enjoy doing uh, pretty much anything she invites me to come do. So that was <laughs> my original reason for coming on. Uh, in addition to my love for Superman, my uh, my main character that I do is Superman. And so this was just the, the perfect invitation in, in every way. Yes, and you have a podcast too, right? I do. It's called the Fantastic Justice Squad Super Wonder Brother Friends Who Review Stuff. <laughs> and <laughs> it is a uh, a tag team dynamic duo of my younger brother and I. He is exactly 10 years younger than I, so that decade of difference lends some some very unique perspectives on, on movies. So it's a movie review podcast, but we also will do uh, TV series. So we, we dive deep into the Netflix and nice. um, it's a it's a it's a comedy show where we also get nerdy. Yep, it's really great. I think you and your brother have really great chemistry and it's kind of cool to see the two different points of view. You don't always agree, but you know, it's always from a place of brotherly love, I guess. <laughs> you can definitely yeah. tell y'all get along. <laughs> it is mostly always from a place of brotherly love <laughs> as brothers can be. Yes. Well, um since uh, I posted that episode, Superman 2, have you gone back and listened to it? Yes. And and in fact, I've done it for two different reasons. One, just out of professionalism, because I always like to critique myself. Um, but in this particular case, I so enjoyed working with Michael Cross, who was the uh, the other interviewee and, and who held up the, the Richard Lester end of the conversation, yes. that I found myself listening as a fan just to to hear his insights when you're not in the middle of recording yourself and you actually get to just listen to it like, like any other fan. And so I've, I've heard it three times now. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, I, I feel like I get an extra special experience with that episode because a lot of the episodes that I do, they're, they're recorded this way, they're remotely, but that particular night you and Michael were like, well, let's, let's do the whole evening. We want to do dinner. We want to hang out. And that ended up being really fun. Like I really enjoyed that night. So it was, mm -hmm. it was good times. It was fun to go back and listen to because I was reliving that. And then also just everything the two of you had to say, it was just a fun listen. And it was an extra special experience for me, too, because Michael is roughly the age gap older than I am that I am to my younger brother. Right. Yeah. So when we had dinner, 
we got to talk about all the movies that I grew up on, but he was talking about them as he saw them in his twenties. Yeah. <laughs> so I got I got to be the little brother as we talked about the original Planet of the Apes and 2001: A Space Odyssey and all of those films that are in my heart. But I got to have an older brother to talk about it with. So by the time we reached your apartment and poured the wine and, and started in on Superman two, it was just already a fantastic evening. And we just said, well, let's, let's double down. So that's why I think I enjoyed it so much. Yeah, I completely agree. I, I almost wish I had recorded our dinner conversation too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so what do you think about that episode in particular that, you know, why do you think that resonated so much with, with the audience that listens to the show? I think the, just the fact that it had such an interesting history mm -hmm. that it, it really was one of the first films that they tried to do two movies at once. And then the, the director drama that came out of it, I think was particularly relevant uh, at our recording date because we had the director drama of the justice league and the director drama of solo. And mm -hmm. just in this current culture where everything is tweeted and everything is on TMZ, um, it doesn't take much, you know, Christian Bale can have one bad moment and the world hears about it for a month. Right. Um, so to, to talk about how this happened in, in 1979 and 1980 and 81. And, um, I just think it was interesting to hear the, the old days of the same thing, stories that were buried because the media outlets weren't there at the time. And mm -hmm. so they're talked about now, like, like old men with cigars sit on a porch and talk about the stories <laughs> that they heard about Roosevelt. And you only know they're true because your grandfather would never lie to you. Right. So <laughs> right. It, it had that, I think that sheen of history that, that to me that made it a, a little extra special. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then just, you know, just Michael himself, he's always such a, a gentleman and he's so enjoyable to talk to. So For if, sure. if anyone, if anyone listening ever gets a chance to meet Michael, buy him a drink and just sit and listen. Seriously. Yeah, well, and I also think that, uh, you know, uh, Scott in our group uh, from the DC Suicide Squadcast, he, he like personally thanked you, I think, or thanked both of you and said that, you know, this is the right way to do it. This is the way that these kinds of conversations about movies should go because the two of you, while you had different points of view, it was just so positive and from a place of love and not from like a place of, you know, hate or arguing. And so it's fun for people to listen to that. They're not just listening to two people duke it out. They're listening to two people honestly bring their side to it. And you both actually like the movie. <laughs> so it's like, it's, it's a good um, discussion. And I think that that's a big part of it too. Yeah, I I think so. I mean, I would I would like to think that since we both appreciate the art of film, mm -hmm. that it it hopefully came across as as more like the old school Algonquin roundtable where where you might discuss do you prefer fauvism or impressionism, but mm -hmm. all with the love of art. Well, um, was there anything that you wished you could do after, like you wished you could have added after we finished recording? Um, well, you know, it's, it's interesting because as, as you know, with podcasts, sometimes you make notes, but then you have to give yourself the permission to let some of them go if they don't happen naturally in the flow of conversation. Sure. And so, um, reading back today over my original notes, I just saw, yeah, there were a few that I thought were interesting, but they just didn't fit in the, in the flow. Um, there were a couple of little charming things that I had written down, like some of the throwbacks that they put in Superman 2 
that uh, reminded you how much you liked Superman 1 and just little character traits that they carried over from one film to the next. One of them was there's a scene in Superman 2 where Lois is just sort of talking to herself, practicing her spelling. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that was that was pretty sweet because yeah. that was a joke. That was a joke in the first film. And it just shows, you know, she's she's into self-improvement <laughs> <laughs> and she's going to be a good speller for the newspaper. Um <laughs> There is another scene as he's uh, saving her in the Eiffel Tower and he catches her and he says, I believe this is your floor. I like that because in the in the first film, when he's catching the burglar from outside the building and he lets the guy fall, he goes, something wrong with the elevator? And I thought, oh, this is a running gag. Superman and elevators. He just <laughs> Superman likes elevator jokes. It's like his version of a dad joke. <laughs> And yeah. if, if I'd had anything to say about it in Superman three and in Superman four and, and every story after that, I would have always tried to put in some sort of elevator joke. <laughs> I hear um, that. <laughs> I'm, I liked the little throwaway uh, visual things. So at the beginning of the Lester cut of Superman two, he comes into the office and throws his hat onto the hat rack and it makes it like it makes it perfectly. James Bond couldn't have done it better. And Clark has this look on his face as he looks around like, did anybody see that? And he realizes <laughs> nobody did. And his shoulders just go, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I so identified that being the the sort of geek nerd in school, you know, because you, you know that the one time you do something awesome, nobody saw it. Right, right. <laughs> Especially not the girl that you like that, you, you know, you hoped that would see it. Definitely relatable, um, yeah. Um, when I was, you know, young and I first saw these films, um, I remember that after Clark came out of the giving up his powers chamber and he sort of looks at Lois and Lois looks at him and you can tell they're in love. And then he sort of glances off to some part of the fortress and she looks over there and she gives him a look like, yeah. And then they just both start walking to that place that you don't see where they've looked and then the next time you see them, they're asleep in this big silver bed and he's holding her. And I remember as a child watching that, like, well, why did they have to go take a nap? It's <laughs> so like, funny to go back and see stuff like that and go, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and you know, now we know. <laughs> but, but as a child, I thought, you know, you'd think that they'd have a lot more fun things to do. But I guess it was nap time. And maybe that... <laughs> My parents just let me slide on that, like, yeah, Superman takes naps, so you should too. And I went, yeah, okay. You know, they're not wrong. When you get older, naps do become more appealing. So in that <laughs> yeah. way, you know. <laughs> but yeah. Maybe that, that was so it. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what happened. They just looked <laughs> They just looked at each other like, oh, yeah, we've had a long week. Let's <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to tackle this lay right down. now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, um, that's awesome. The, uh, the, the one... Thing that I definitely did want to talk to you about because I gave you a bit of a hard time on the John Williams music in the first one. <laughs> yeah, is okay. the uh, there's a particular moment where the John Williams score in Superman Two um, is one of the greatest moments of where music becomes a character in a film, mm -hmm. and um, I play a game with my friends of of when you know the music is is the most important, and I know we talked about it briefly when I said you know how many notes can you name the film in, yeah. um, but the moment where Superman is holding Zod's hand, and you don't know what's going to happen, and then 
and you hear those first notes of the Superman theme to uh, dun, 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 dun. And that's when you first get the inkling that he might still have his powers, and then he crushes Zod's hand. So I know we did touch on that in the episode, but what I wanted to add was that I've had more people come to me after that episode saying, I never thought about that, but now I can't not hear that and not see that. <laughs> that's awesome. And so... Um, Thanks to thanks to you, there there are more people out there who appreciate that moment. Good. Well, uh, on that note, do you have a, a dream episode and an, a next movie you wanted to pick that you want to be like? I want to pick this. Nobody gets this kind of <laughs> decision. I just like how you said on that note. Um, <laughs> My so <pun>. I. <laughs> um, there are a couple ideas I had. One was I think I would enjoy an episode of guilty pleasure movies oh yeah we like those too the rock is one of those (laughs) yeah what are the what are the movies that you would half be ashamed to admit that anytime it comes on you just sit down and watch the rest of it at whatever point you found it um another thing i might like would be movies they never made oh wow whether from one of your favorite tv shows or one of your favorite books you know what was what was one you always hoped that they would and they and they haven't? Man, that's that's a lot to think about. But I think if you're asking me uh, an actual movie that I would just chomp at the bit to do, for me it would have to be The Incredibles. Oh, that's that's a great idea. We should definitely do that. I'm going to write that down as that's yours. Unless something crazy happens, you have it. Un- unless we're attacked by the mole people, I want this one. <laughs> Um, and the uh, sequel is in June, so... Yeah, that's a good idea. We could kind of have it coincide with that. Yes, excellent. <laughs> it's all falling into place. <laughs> <laughs> good. Well, you've, you've just made it up that I didn't do The Princess Bride. <laughs> oh, yeah, gosh. So many people wanted to do that episode. That was rough. I also had to kind of like personally apologize to my friend Tommy and go, this episode's coming out. It's The Princess Bride. I'm sorry. <laughs> Please remain friends with me. <laughs> that was now, hard for him, too. Listeners, in her defense, I never asked to do The Princess Bride. It was just <laughs> one of those where as it, it came up in the queue and it said Princess Bride, that's when I went, oh! <laughs> <laughs> as I'm sure a lot of us did. Yeah, yeah, that's a popular one. Well, on, mm-hmm. on that note, again, I guess, um, what is your favorite episode that you are not in? Um, besides Princess Bride? Um <laughs> I think uh, Blade Runner. Awesome. Um, for much of the same reason that I, I truly enjoyed Superman 2, because it has all of the different director's cuts that you can really dig into and compare the different visions. And it's got so much history, and it's it's such a classic that in many ways is still a, a flag that's held high of this is how dystopian science fiction is done mm-hmm. in the same way that Superman is. This is how a true hero story is told. So it has that same top of the mountain quality to it. Um, but I've listened to, to that episode a couple of times too. And um, I've just, I've, it was, it was a really good episode. Oh, thank you. Well, what's really funny about that episode is, you know, my uncle Gil is the person that introduced Blade Runner to me, as I mentioned in that episode. 
And uh, I always knew that he loved it. I always knew that he collected signatures and memorabilia, but I still was really shocked by the amount of swag he had. (laughs) (laughs) I did not know he had that many books. I didn't know the story behind. He didn't even see the movie. He just stared at the poster longingly for years before he saw, (laughs) you know, that whole story was so interesting. And, you know, he, he and my father, they're both definitely, you know, people that are big influences in my life, you know, that that really shaped my taste in movies. And honestly, if it wasn't for Gil, I don't know that I would have been drawn to see Blade Runner. I didn't see it till I was an adult, but I think it was specifically him handing it to me and saying, you know, see this. But yeah, so I will pass that along to him. Please do. <laughs> will do. Well, um, I guess we're getting to the end of our discussion here. And I just wanted to tell you once again, I really do appreciate when you come on the show. Um, I always have a blast. Uh, I love the movies that you pick, especially since the two movies you picked I hadn't seen before. So that's amazing. Uh, you in, you opened my eyes to that the world of Superman a little more than it was before. <laughs> and uh, you're always a great guest. You have so many awesome facts and you bring so much to the table. So I just really want to tell you that I appreciate you and... I couldn't agree more. You're an awesome person and, you know, I really do enjoy volunteering with you. So I'm, I'm going to have to reach back out to you pretty soon for this, for this episode. So be, be on the lookout for uh, the Incredibles. We need to, we need to schedule that. Yes. yes. Um, and, and back at you, I, I've told you this publicly and privately. I love this format that you do. The, the bringing fans together to, talk about all the meaningful things about a film that resonate with them. And that is sadly rare. And so I'm so glad not only that you started doing it, but that you have kept doing it. Um, I think there should be more togetherness in movie fandom and it should be more of a family. And I really, really appreciate you for helping to create that family. Oh, thank you so much. I, you know, it's like I've always just really loved movies, and I don't have a degree in film. I, I took some film classes, but I, I didn't major in it. I don't make films. I'm not an actor. I'm not a critic. And it's like, I just think that there should be a space for people like me that just genuinely enjoy it. And it's okay to just be a fan and talk about it in a positive way. And you'd be surprised how many people that are just at that fan level know so much about it. Um, it's, it's a great resource. And like you said, it's a positive thing. Well, Daniel, where can people find you if they want to reach out to you? They can find me on Facebook and Instagram at secret alias man. (laughs) Um, you can also find our charity organization at heroicinnerkids.org. And if you happen to go on this little Facebook site called I Love That Movie, you can probably find me there, too. I lurk. I'm a lurker. Awesome. But well, we, we, we do have some, some very uh, fascinating Facebook conversations, and some of those threads are just as interesting as the episodes themselves. So definitely look for all of us movie fans and, and lovers alike over there. Great. Well, I can't wait to talk to you soon, Daniel. Thank you so much. You too. All right. Bye. Good night. All right. And now I've got David here with me. Say hi, David. Hello. Hello, everyone. Hello, David. So, oh my gosh, you are number two on our top five ranking, Blade Runner 2049. 
That is pretty awesome. I don't have been second place on anything ever. Not that I've ever been first place either. <laughs> so this is pretty exciting for me. So thank you. That's so awesome. Yeah, I, I was really happy with that. I was like, oh, good. One of my favorite movies is in the top five. <laughs> this is good. Um, so David, yeah. uh, I guess introduce yourself a little bit. Uh, just talk about like your podcast and things like that. Yeah, sure thing. So I'm, I'm David Gillespie. You and I have been friends for time we love movies we talked about movies before you did the podcast mm -hmm. so once you started doing the podcast like excellent i can now talk <laughs> movies <laughs> yes. with podcast people and i had cheated a little bit because i've had like three entries so far so like <laughs> i think i think i gamed the system a bit but um but yeah so outside of uh contributing to your podcast i have my own podcast um called high shelf gaming it's a gaming podcast for like board games role-playing games that kind of thing uh and we're talking right now a lot about uh gen con and, and conventions and that kind of thing gen con is a really hard convention to attend it's the most popular one but mm -hmm. it fills up the entire city of indianapolis and so we're giving people some guidance on how to attend that and be you know still have a good time That's uh even though it's idea. a yeah yeah, 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 we'll we'll see. I, I'm getting a lot of good good uh, feedback from that, so that's helping us kind of structure what we want to do with our little little podcast. It's fun. That's so cool because um, I was thinking that uh, whenever um, we were trying to come up with an idea for what we were going to do a podcast on, that was one idea Nick and I kicked around was we've been to a lot of bigger conventions, and there's mm -hmm. just like a lot of little stuff that you don't know going in. So yeah, I mean, I think there's definitely a need for that. There's a lot of things that like as you go. You're like, I wish I would have known that in the beginning. Yeah. So, so yeah, Gen Con's huge. I mean, I've never been, but I've had a lot of friends that game and they go, you know, so. so yeah. Sure. Well, in some of the rules there apply to Anime Matsuri and, and all the other big nerd cons, you know, like uh, Comic Con and Acon and Anime Matsuri and, and Gen Con. They're all, they all have similar problems, right? They're mm -hmm. too big. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> you want to have fun there. It's really easy to get there and be like, why did I spend all this money? I'm I'm hating hating this experience. Yeah. Uh so so the idea is to hopefully help some people, you know, be good at going to big conventions. For sure. So, a uh, quick question, have you gone back and listened to your episode? Oh gosh, you know my ego won't let me avoid that. Like I <laughs> <laughs> That's a good answer. Yeah. Uh definitely as soon as you post it, I one I want to listen just to make sure that um, you know, your voice sounds weird when you hear it in a recording. So you're like, oh man, I got to yeah. experience that. And then, you know, the other bit is you and I talked on that episode, especially for a really long time. I know. I want, I want to say we <laughs> talked for, how long did you talk about it? It was like three hours and yeah. you heroic, you heroically cut it down to two, I think, or yeah. something like an hour and a half. And I still need to release the bonus up because we talked about all the shorts too. Oh yeah, um, and and I haven't released that yet, but I I need to put that. I'm I'm probably gonna save that for like a week where like I can't put anything. Out. I'm like I'll just put this out. I think people yeah. really appreciate it. But I mean like you know I I enjoyed that episode. I enjoyed talking and talking about this. Like exactly what I wanted to do. But then when yeah. it comes to editing, I was like, okay, what length do I make this? But I mean, <laughs> hey, it's like the second most popular episode, so we did something right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I think that I think that that one deserve some long form discussion you know really there's a lot to, yeah a lot of lot to unpack and yeah yeah well was there anything that you kind of like after we were done recording wished you could have said or make sure they oh yeah um gosh there was this whole thing about um like the wooden horse and the um I, re I remembered after you and I spoke that one of the big clues was that the radiation on the horse was specific to Las Vegas. Oh, 
mm-hmm. which means that Harrison Ford's character was already was in Las Vegas when he made the horse. But that's yeah. not where his that's not where his daughter was born. So maybe he couldn't be present for the birth. I don't know, but it, it was know. one of those things that after yeah, after you and I spoke and after I listened to the episode, I was like, oh, I'm going to watch this again. And I was like, oh, yeah, there's this whole thing about the horse and the radiation. And so it had to come from Vegas. So was he not there for the birth or, you know, did he was he did he already have like a little bit of a, a homestead set up in Vegas? He was going back and forth. I didn't know the answer to that, but it was uh, one of those things that after the episode, I was like, oh, man, that's something that. I, f- I feel like I missed out on was the whole horse uh, evidence thing that, that was going on there. Yeah, that's true. That's something to think about. I'll have to think about that. And yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, you know, like other than that, like t- little uh, needling uh, plot uh, question mark that I have, mm-hmm. there, there really wasn't much that you and I didn't touch on. <laughs> I Because <agree>. we, <laughs> we covered it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, we were we were even like talking about the statues in Vegas. Like, what does that mean? And uh, maybe it's just a stylistic choice, or <laughs> like obvious that this is Vegas. You know, obvious that you're in Sin City. Um, you know, it's uh, a, a but a really fun, really fun thing that we, we you and I got to do. And I just don't think there was anything we didn't get to cover. Yeah, um, no, I agree yeah. with you. Yeah. yeah, I was just curious. I'm gonna ask everybody that question because I'm just I just wonder what they think after they listen to it and they're like, oh, dang it, you know, wake yeah. up in the middle of the night and remember something random you wish you said. So <laughs> yeah, now, well, I'm glad to I, hear that though. Yeah, I will say that I had that for the first episode I did, I did with Jurassic Park. Oh yeah, and, and and through that, David learned. Oh, take notes ahead of time. Have things prepared that you definitely want to make sure you mention. So as you and I were talking, I had my like five things I really wanted to talk about in front of me. And I I remembered to say them. (laughs) So I didn't have that. Well, on that note, are there any episodes that you've heard that are like your favorite that you're not in that that you weren't able to be in that particular one? Oh, um, okay. So obviously, like... Oh gosh, the uh, the perfect blue episode. I wish that I could just like have been pithy comments in there here and there, just because awesome. that episode. You guys went into some really cool directions. Like, oh gosh, like while you were going through it, I was like pausing and having a conversation with myself. Mm-hmm. But like, awesome. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, here's what I would say at that moment. I would like actually pause your podcast and say things to you guys. Not that you could hear it, but you know, I do my the exact part. same thing. Like with, <laughs> yeah. every po- like with all the podcasts I listen to, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, that's and so the other great. one, the other one is the Rio, uh, the Rio, um, Rio Bravo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. Western, the Western you did. I, that was an awesome episode and definitely like, uh, her contribution. Uh, what was her name? Stephanie? I think it was Samantha. Samantha. Mm-hmm. My, my apologies. Oh, yeah. Okay. Samantha. Samantha had some really good insights on that. And I was like, oh, gosh, oh, what about this? You know, I wanted to ask questions during that episode. Yeah, that was a really big education for me because um, I think Westerns are not – I've seen a few Westerns, and I have Mm -hmm. some favorite movies that are Westerns, but they're not, like, at the top of my list of movies that I've seen. So, you know, she kind of really gave me an education that particular episode. So, yeah, yeah, I appreciated it. Yeah, Um, that was a great episode. And Westerns in general – are just kind of fascinating from a film study perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she touched on some of those things, and I, I really liked that that contribution. 
Yeah, yeah. I think my favorite uh, thing about it was just, you know, hearing about how that influenced Quentin Tarantino and even John Carpenter and like definitely something that I didn't know before watching that movie. So, so yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, gosh, Westerns, they almost taught everybody how to make movies, honestly. So, yeah. I mean, you kind of you can find uh, you can find the motifs of Westerns in lots of movies today, even though Westerns, like you guys said, are not very popular right now um, for a lot of reasons. But uh, the stylistic choices in there that were developed in Westerns are still present today. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and it is like probably one of my favorite genres that I haven't seen enough of. You know, mm-hmm. I really mm-hmm. do. And the ones that I like, I really, really do enjoy them. Yeah. Um, well, do you have a, a next dream episode that you want to do? Oh, man. You know, I keep threatening to do Westerns with you because, like, <laughs> I also really want to. But then when you ask me, I just pick another sci-fi. So um, <laughs> I think that, like, I really want to do an Akira Kurosawa movie with you. Like, I don't know, uh, Seven Samurai okay. or or A Fistful of Yen, something mm-hmm. like that, one of those two. Um, Yojimbo would be phenomenal mm-hmm. um, to talk about with you. Those are I, – I love his movies in general – and those three are, are you know, kind of a high on my list of, of favorite movies of his. And so one of those would probably be my, my next dream episode with you. Awesome. Okay, I'm going to make a note of that. And you have like an automatic save on that for now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice, nice. Oh, I didn't know this was a reservation system. Okay, well, yeah. hold on a second. <laughs> no, just yeah, kidding. I usually let people kind of like say, please don't give this one away. But then it gets tough. Like with Blade Runner it was really tough because so many yeah. people asked for that, like pretty much simultaneously. And that's when I yeah. kind of have to like make a decision like, okay, I can't save this for everybody. I'm going to go with who is easiest to connect with and record with and everything in this moment you know right but um with something like this i I feel like since you made it to the top five uh you definitely deserve you know credit for that and so i think you should be able to reserve one so thank you and and, yeah oh oh, go ahead sorry i just wanted to say on the on the whole blade runner thing you had mentioned that going in i was like oh man like you know I, I totally get you're making a podcast and you have to make those decisions for yourself. But I was totally selfishly in the background thinking, oh, please pick me. You know, so like everybody <laughs> you didn't get to uh, have on that episode, like, folks, I get it. Uh, that was a really big movie to talk about. But there's lots of really big movies to talk about, you know. And so some of your best episodes, I've been like, oh, why didn't I pick that movie? You know, <laughs> like <laughs> I totally get it. Yeah. And, and I was going to say too earlier, you're talking about that you kind of campaigned to be on uh, more than once, but um, I do want to stress, number one, I always enjoy having you on. Um, you know, those are those episodes are always great, and I appreciate you reaching out. And it's kind of like, you know, I try not to plan out the podcast too far in advance because then I think you get kind of stuck in a schedule where any little thing kind of throws it off. So just right. for me, what, what's worked the best is to, to only really pick two weeks in advance. So because I do it that way, I think that, you know, reaching out to me a lot and asking, hey, is there an opportunity is great. You you guys can always feel free to do that and reach out to me, anybody out there that wants to be on. Um, I'm not bothered. I'm not annoyed. I think it's exciting. I'm glad people are excited and want to be on it. So, you know, obviously same goes for you. I, I always appreciate it when you reach out to me. So don't feel like you're bugging me. I just wanted to add that. Yeah, yeah, no, um, definitely I want to echo that sentiment. I've, I was nodding to myself while you're saying all that, that, you know, proactively reaching out to you on Facebook Messenger or, or Twitter is 
you're one super responsive and very welcoming to say, yeah, yeah, yeah let's do that. We just got to find when is the right time. Yeah. Sometimes um, it'll and- be like a month or even, I think, I think the first time we recorded was like two months. Um, but you know, we'll find, we'll find a time. Yeah. Right, right, exactly. And, you know, uh, uh, schedules change and this is not like anybody's job. So, you know, people have, have things that come up. You and I both had scheduling conflicts, but we were able to get around those and find times to talk, which was great. Sure. Um, and I kind of skipped this question, but I want to come back to it because I think it's just interesting. Uh, why do you think this particular episode that we did on Blade Runner 2049 just resonated so much with the audience? You know, why, why do you think it's kind of up there on the downloads list? Well, definitely it's because I'm so handsome and you're so beautiful. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the number one reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I think that I think that Blade Runner is the kind of movie that people who like to talk about movies, they want this kind of content. Mm-hmm. You know, like we talked about how Blade Runner wasn't doing famously well in the box office. We wished it had done better. But for the folks that are movie buffs that would listen to you know this movie or this podcast and, and, and podcasts like it, they want long form content about this movie because there's a ton to unpack. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was really cool, one, that we got to do that and, and talk about this movie. But two, you've had a lot of engagement around Blade Runner within mm-hmm. your Facebook group, on Twitter. Um, it's one of the ones that has been talked about a lot. So I think that that's just part of it is the movie itself really gravitated to a bigger audience. For sure. And like with the uh, recent Oscar wins, I think that that's really going to put this movie back in the conversation again and yeah. bump us up again. So yeah, yeah. I'm I mean, really they're happy cin- with that. Yeah. They won for cinematography and something else. I think it or was, was it? Uh, might have been sound mixing or. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to remember which one it was. Um, but definitely Roger Deakins won for um, cinematography, which it's like the first time he's ever won. Which is awesome. Good for him. I Good know. for him. He's been nominated so many times. Um, so that's really incredible. Um, definitely a long time coming. And I think it's not. it doesn't feel like, oh, they just kind of gave it to him. I mean, this movie was beautiful and I think really deserved that win. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. Best Visual Effects and, um, oh, Best Nope, just best best visual effects. It was nominated for best sound mixing. Sorry, got it. And got it. Nominated for best production design. Yeah. Um, I watched all the Oscars, so I just somehow I forgot that. But <laughs> but um. But <laughs> well, yeah. they're 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 long. It's easy to it's mm-hmm. easy to <laughs> forget one or two. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it's a gorgeous movie, and like I fell in love with the jacket. So you know, I looked, and of course, there's a thousand and one mock jackets that you can go totally buy. And I was like, Ooh, do I buy one? And then I realized, no, I'm just gonna look like a giant nerd if I buy this jacket. So (laughs) (laughs) if you change your mind, talk to Josh because he bought, I think he bought the jacket and he has a good resource for where to buy them. Yeah. Oh no, he has, um, he's putting, I know he put together a Deckard cosplay. He hasn't worn it yet, but he was also looking into making a K one too. And, um, so he, he found like a website where, like he and Nick buy like all their jackets. Oh um, my god! Okay, yeah, all right. I'm in. <laughs> it's I'm really in. Tempting. I mean, even now, I wanted the jacket, so I I totally get it. Yeah, now that I know somebody who actually owns one, I'm in. Like, all right. <laughs> yeah, and it seemed like they were pretty reasonably priced when I looked at it, but don't quote mm-hmm. me on that. Um, and I guess sure. I'll add that to the show notes so that other people can find that jacket too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. Because I'm sure you're not the only one. 
Yeah. Uh, well, David, I, I guess to wrap this up, I just want to once again thank you for thank you for coming on the show so many times for making, you know, so many um, so many nights available for you to talk about these movies and for picking such great movies to talk about. Um, I, I always say I think that, uh, you know, I, I don't think people would listen to this podcast if it was just me like drolling on and on about all my favorite movies. I really feel like it's the guests. Uh, that come on and tell their story and make it so personal. Um, I love hearing that, and I, I think our audience does too. And obviously, they they like some of your episodes the best because your uh, two of your um, episodes were in the top ten. It was this one was number two, and then number nine was Jurassic Park. So yes, all right, good love <laughs> for Jurassic on. Park. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a really fun episode too, guys. It may not have made the top five, but go back and yeah. listen to it. It's very good. So. I, d- I guess, David, before you go, where can people find your podcast and where can they reach out to you on social media? Oh, yeah. Thank you. Uh, so my podcast is called High Shelf Gaming Podcast. We have a Facebook group just like yours, uh, inspired by yours, really, called oh, awesome. High Shelf Yeah, called a High Shelf Gaming Podcast. So find us on Facebook and we're also on Twitter at High Shelf Gaming. Um, and so that's where you can find me. And uh, as always, thanks a ton for having me on your show. This is this is a real treat for me. You're welcome, David. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Okay. Uh, so I have Courtney here with me. Say hi, Courtney. Hello. Courtney, you are number one Woo. on the podcast. Uh, our episode that we did together, American Psycho, is the most downloaded episode. All right. Holla, holla. Yeah, I'm so glad. <laughs> that was such a fun episode to record. Yeah. Like we had, We just hung out. We just had a blast. So it was really, really great. Um, do you want to kind of introduce yourself? Like you can sort of just talk about your love for movies or, um, just what your favorite genre is, things like that. Yeah. Um, I'm Courtney. Um, I, man, (laughs) my favorite genre of movie is horror movies, um, which we'll have to revisit for October, I think. Yes. Maybe. Yes. Yes. Um, I meant to do it this year, but, or last year, but, um. I think time got away from me, but yeah, I, I love anything that's scary. I don't necessarily like slasher films all that much. And it kind of, I wish they had their own genre because they usually get lumped into what's a horror movie. But to me, something that's a horror movie is like something that's psychological or like paranormal, mm-hmm. supernatural kind of thing. It's something that creeps you out and like makes you have like bad dreams after <laughs> you're done watching it i think um, i'm with you on that yeah i prefer yeah. that as well yeah yeah absolutely absolutely um and i think the reason why is because i i watched like nightmare on elm street when i was way too young <laughs> 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 so that like rush of adrenaline from watching that movie and it kind of like stuck with me so i've always been like chasing the dream chasing the high <laughs> a little bit so yeah i that's that that's me in a nutshell <laughs> i'm the same way except that even if i watch a terrible horror movie like even if it didn't scare me at all which most of them don't because i'm kind of like after you watch so many you know you kind yeah, of know what to expect little, it's hard to scare you desensitized yeah <laughs> but even if it's bad sometimes i still have a bad dream and then i'm yeah. like even more pissed off i'm like i can't believe that gave me a bad dream and it was so crappy <laughs> <laughs> no seriously and then i will start ones that are bad and like i'll be like oh no and like five ten minutes in and then stop watching it and then forget about it 
and then go back like a month later and be like oh what's this and then start watching it and then like i know oh no <laughs> there's so many of them that like both nick and i have like started a horror movie and halfway through we're like we've seen this <laughs> like it takes a while just there's so many of them um so to shift gears a little bit have you gone back and listened to your episode yeah so i don't like hearing my own voice so no one does like, i don't <laughs> so i was like Oh man, but I it was I, like, it's actually like, it was so entertaining for me. I was like, wow, that was actually really funny. Maybe yeah. I'm actually funny. <laughs> oh, come on. You are funny. You're the best. You were I an tried. awesome guest. Like, I, I can't wait to do more. Like, I need to try harder too. I think I just got into this mode of trying to fit in all these people. And yeah. I, I was kind of telling David on uh, his segment that if you message me and just say like I want to do one that I mean that's an insider note for you guys I'm I'm kind of scatterbrained <laughs> in case you can't tell and so if you message me to move yourself up on the rank that works because that's that's a big part of it but yeah we definitely need to do more yeah maybe totally. we can do like a trade-off like for some of you out there that don't know Courtney also cosplays and she does wig commissions, so maybe we could do, like, a trade where, like, I come yeah. over and you can help me finally finish my project <laughs> that we've <laughs> and then and then we'll record. It'll be, like, yeah. a two-for-one. Um, well, cool. I was going to ask you what you think about this. Um, I, I was kind of surprised that this movie was number one, not because of you guesting at all, <laughs> because I'm not surprised that people enjoy hearing you, but... I was surprised it was this movie. What, what was your thoughts on that? Like, did that kind of shock you? I think what it is is that a lot of people like this movie, but it's such a dark, violent movie that people are like, oh, man, I don't know if I should talk about how much I like this movie because it's yeah. super dark and it's super violent. But And sexual, it's, like very yeah, sexual. Yeah, very much so. But it's like once you once you hear somebody else talking about it, you're like, oh, my God, I love that movie, too. Yeah. I finally have somebody to talk about it with, you know? Yeah. Like, it's like that guilty, I shouldn't like this movie, but I really like this movie kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I, I think that I think that has a lot to do with it, at least to me, anyway. Oh, for sure. Because um, yeah. I remember when I showed it to my sister, I was like, oh, no, maybe she's not going to like it. Maybe she's not going to laugh. Maybe it's not going to be, maybe I'm the messed up one. But then when she did, it, <laughs> like, I, I think I said that when, during the episode, too. It was like, oh, so relieved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah for sure i i noticed i kind of post i i said that in the group at one point too and i think it was david wang i believe that said that he, it's because like nobody ever reviews this movie like very few people review it probably for the reasons that yeah. you're saying and to be honest mm -hmm. it makes it a lot easier to tackle a movie like this that is so graphic and sexual with somebody that i know really well you yeah. know, like, and it's a girl. Like, that makes yeah. it easier. Like, it would be hella awkward if I didn't know you, and it's yeah. just some rando, and they're just like, I love when <laughs> he chops yeah. her up. I'd be like, ah! Uh, well. But, like, yeah. Like, but it's, like, easier when it's people that know each other, and they're just, like, discussing it. And also, my husband was saying, probably unique to hear it from two women, even though a woman directed it. Yeah. It is about violence against women, kind of. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, but we loved it, so... Maybe that makes people go like, why would women like this so much? And so we explain that. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe that's part of it, too. I think so. I think so. I think you're absolutely right on that. <laughs> well, was there anything after we finished recording that you were like, dang it, I should have said that? I think 
I think I talked for so long that <laughs> I pretty much got everything out that I had been thinking of because like, yeah, whenever I talk about that movie, I just unload because it is one of my, like, it's not even really a horror movie. It's just a really dark comedy, mm-hmm. but it is like one of my, it is up there, like way up there with my f- favorite films to watch. I will watch it like all the time. Like I remember I uh, had just moved into this place. I was super broke. I didn't have cable, so all I had were my DVDs. I watched that every day for like a month, just over and over. Again. Just like therapy. Yeah, it's like, well, I don't have cable, so here, here we go. I don't have an antenna, so I can't watch like the regular channels either. So I'm just gonna watch all these movies that I really enjoy over and over again. That's so awesome. Yeah, I I really enjoyed that episode, too, because, I mean, I've seen this movie a ton of times, but I haven't really ever researched it, you know? (laughs) Haven't dived in? Dived in? Delved in? (laughs) Delved in? (laughs) Could not find that word. Uh, (laughs) Into the movie that much, so... When I did that, I just, I learned so much and it's yeah. just exciting to like return to that movie. And it is definitely one of those movies that anytime I pop in, uh, I guess I don't pop in a DVD anymore. I guess maybe <laughs> it's digital now, but um, whenever I do watch it, uh, it is so entertaining from start to finish. And I really feel like, I don't know, I almost feel like Christian Bale doesn't get enough credit for that role. Yeah. Um, he basically made it to where... You know, like, it doesn't matter what he does in the future, even if his acting wanes or if he gets less roles. Like, he's always going to be one of my favorites because of that movie. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's, yeah, definitely. Like, I had seen um, that movie before I saw The Machinist. And I, not to say that I don't really enjoy The Machinist, but I, I love American Psycho. Just, just, I don't know. It, It was just so so good yeah (laughs) like I can't even I can't even like describe it but it was just like that scene with the business cards was like wow that is exceptional (laughs) I know it's true I don't know why this movie is so good like it's somehow perfectly balanced dark with comedy with slasher with all these elements yeah that yeah I don't know how it did it but it was like the perfect blend of those things to where you never you never really sink into like truly being grossed out or despair like maybe it's yeah. like the fact that they don't show things as much i don't know i think so i think you're right i think yeah. you're right and it, i think the stuff that they do show they show it in such a theatrical yeah like yeah. almost tongue-in-cheek kind like when he mm-hmm. hits when he hits alan with that hammer <laughs> or yeah, the, the, the axe yeah <laughs> i don't I know, know why that's so funny for me but he's just like like Jared Leto's face <laughs> when he realizes he's just like, Ugh! and then he just whacks him in the face. With I know, and, and the blood like, splatter. Yeah, and, and, and he's then like, the hair whip. Like it's so yeah, <laughs> and then his body is just like crumpled in the foreground while he's sitting on this couch with a cigar. It is just like such a bizarre, bonkers kind of scene, and you just like you're caught off guard by it. And it's, yeah. it's, it's like, but it's so, it's so, it's so good. It's just so good. I think even like the choice to make the killer so young and good looking, mm-hmm. like yeah. good looking in a, not, not in like, I don't know, like n- not from a male gaze perspective, but from a female yeah. one. I think from that, that 80s, yeah. 80s slick back kind of <laughs> business guy, you know what I mean? Good tan, yeah. great tan, good it's hair. Like, it's like, ladies, you all thought this 
big douchebag was hot. Yeah. You knew he was a douchebag, possibly a psychopath. (laughs) (laughs) Just embrace it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yep. So, uh, have you listened to any of the other episodes? And if so, were there any that you really liked? I listened to the Aliens one. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) There's so many of us. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I love it, though. I, like, I like, I feel like we should do more like that. Group ones? Yeah, I agree. Because you just, you get going and everybody's bouncing around and it's, you forget about stuff and somebody else will remember something and you're like, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it's it's fun. It feels like you're hanging out with a group of friends, which we were. So, yeah. Um, so if you had like a next episode as a dream episode, like, oh. like, uh, I want this. Don't let anyone else have it. Oh, I is... thought about this. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. The craft. Yes. Let's do it. Yes. We need to. We okay. Need to. That is so That's... you. Yeah. It is. It is. <laughs> that that uh, that movie defined me as a teenager. <laughs> yeah, and like that's that's a movie that you know a lot of women really embrace and relate to, especially around our age. So. Oh yeah. Yeah, we got to do that one. Yes, for sure. Absolutely. Well, um, you know, I just wanted to have you back on here. You know, like I said, it was the yeah. the number one voted episode, and. Uh, you know, I really do appreciate you, you know, on and offline. <laughs> of course. Tee <laughs> Sappy <laughs> remarks. Um, but yeah, I just, you know, thank you so, so much for taking time out of your day to be on here. I really, really do Absolutely. appreciate it. Um, do you have any social media that you want to plug just to see if, if people want to find you? Sure. So, um, uh, like Lisa mentioned, I cosplay. I am um, on Facebook as Victoria Bain, like you know, Bane, B-A-N-E, like the guy, like the guy with the voice. Um, <laughs> and then on um, Instagram, I'm Vicky Bane. So check check out my stuff if you want to. Um, I do wig commissions. Like she said, um, I probably will be opening those back up in April. If has a need for that. So yeah, that's yeah. that's pretty much it. Yeah, guys, go check out her cosplay. It's incredibly awesome. And you're also part of that group, right? Oh, yeah. How can I forget to mention? No so I'm <laughs> a part of um, a big cosplay group called, well, it's not that big. I guess there's five of us. Um, we're Cosmic Coterie. And it's uh, Coterie is C-O-T-E-R-I-E. Um, we're on Facebook, Tumblr, or not Tumblr, Twitter. Who's still on Tumblr, right? <laughs> um, Facebook, <laughs> Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, it's all Cosmic Coterie, all one word. And we also have a website, which is uh, CosmicCoterie.com. We have tutorials for different parts of, you know, costumes, mainly Sailor Moon costumes. Um, we're doing some more stuff to put on there so we can kind of bulk up what we've got to share with everybody. So give it a, give it a beep. Yeah, and if you see their Sailor Fuku's, like, She's helping me with mine. They all are, really, because I I, re- I referenced your website quite a bit and all the materials. I try to do everything the way that you guys do it because it's, you know, really the best ones out there, in my it's opinion. It's pretty clean. In my humble opinion. <laughs> they're <laughs> but, pretty yeah, clean. They're, they're really clean. good, and, it's, and, and people often approach you guys when they see them and ask for tips and stuff. So, yeah, yeah. Always well, glad to help. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Courtney, and I'm sure I'm going to see you soon. Yeah, absolutely. Probably next week. Probably. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, yeah. Cool. Okay, well, have a good one. You too. Bye. 
Hey guys, thanks so much for listening. Um, thank you to all my guests and listeners. You guys are what make this podcast, and I really appreciate you, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. I just wanted to highlight some of the people from the top five episodes that were downloaded and just to kind of, you know, get their feedback on some of their favorite episodes too. So I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, The last person that I want to thank, well, not the last as in the very last person, (laughs) but the person that I want to make sure that I recognize is my husband, Nick. Say hi, Nick. Yeah. You didn't think you were going to do this episode without me, did you? (laughs) Nick was my very first guest. (laughs) Yep. And and First two. Yeah, you're you're kind of like, kind of like a co-host though a little bit, don't you think? Yeah, I'm like I'm like your Andy Richter. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, I like Andy Richter. Um, I uh, I guess I should tell like our our listeners out there. I love having Nick on every episode that he's willing to be on. Um, he enjoys doing the show, but he also likes to play video games while I record. So he kind of just quietly quietly he (laughs) he pops in on some episodes but not all of them and i I like giving him that flexibility because you know i don't want to force him to be on every single episode but i also want to make sure that i establish that i really appreciate him and that um he's been so supportive you know on the podcast and behind the scenes he puts up with me and my podcasting schedule so just want to tell you that recognize you and thank you so much well thank you it's I always do enjoy being on the shows. It's always fun when we get to talk about a movie we like or <clears throat> or really break scenes down or favorite quotes or Yeah. Like that's kind of what we do together all the time anyway. Pretty much. We're uh, always going back and forth with oh that guy's in this or who else di- who what else did this director do? Yeah, exactly. Um, well, guys, if you have any feedback on this episode or any others, please feel free to reach out to me on Twitter under AYA Lisa Cosplay. I'm also on Instagram under AYA Anna's and Nancy AMI Lisa, or I'm in my closed Facebook group called I Love That Movie. Uh, the group is closed, but just send a request and I'll add you. It's, it's just closed, a safe. <laughs> but you can come in. Yeah, you can come in. Um, It's a safe space for movie lovers to discuss their favorite films, judgment-free. My only role is keep it positive. And if you did like what you heard today, please subscribe and rate the show. If you leave a positive review on iTunes, you will be entered to win a $20 gift card to a movie theater chain of your choice. Right now, we're at 19 reviews, and I will draw again once we get to 30 reviews. So we've already had one drawing, we've already had one winner, and when we get to 30, I will draw another winner. So please, leave a review. Uh, Thank you so much again, and I look forward to hearing from you. Bye. Bye.